0: Life. Let's
1: with a toast and lost and tonight And make it all Yo, yo, yo This is D-Wells checking the in on the Podcast. So uh, this evening We're gonna be talking about uh, It's pretty much a topic called Over coffee we uh, gonna really talk about the uh, Some of the principles that we have In the status quo of dating uh, Pretty much what brought me Idea was uh you know there's a lot of women out here they they think they have expectations and rights you know just to come off the rip for the first date um so I would like to challenge some of that uh, with some of, some of my perspectives.
2: So I mean, you got a topic here called "We Just Chilling," question mark? Like, what exactly does that mean?
1: So I mean, <laughs> every guy I feel like always like the most dreaded question is the "What are we." Right. And so the typical guy responds, he's like, you know, we just chilling. We just getting to know each other. Um, and I think that's probably like most females is like dreaded response. Like, what is we just chilling? That doesn't define any parameters. Uh, so, yeah, so it's like so I guess the first thing we could talk about is like, when is a date an official date?
2: I mean, anybody could chime in.
1: I
3: mean, I think. I think any date can be considered a date. You know, I think when it comes to uh, what that date means, uh, that's a different conversation, but technically any date's a date. But like, what, what do you mean in terms of like when the date becomes a date? Like when it becomes like, you know, I'm going to get some ads after this, or is, this, is are we about to do something that's going to cross the line? Like, is this a date that defines where our relationship's going to be? I think, I think that's probably the question we should be asking. Like, when When is a date like the date that changes the definition of what the relationship's going to be?
2: So I agree with Chris, but I think the perspective that Daryl's coming from is most dudes, you can't generalize, but most dudes will come at any interaction with a female as we just chilling until we make the decision that we really doing something here. And if we just chilling, then it shouldn't be no... Oh, I expect this of you or, you know, the subtleties of like who's picking up the check and all that is really that's for a later conversation because of the fact that we really aren't doing anything. We're just two people that don't even really know each other like that right now. So who decides when a date is officially a date? I guess that's the, that's the
0: question. Is it just based off the scenario? Is it based off the person? Does it is there is there much more than just saying, oh, we gonna we'll meet up and now we are official. So. <clears throat>
1: like loving basketball you my girl now that type of <laughs> so thing. like i like to play devil's advocate a tad bit right because i think there's two different perspectives when a date is an official date i think from the woman's perspective the date is when the guy you know formally asks her out you know do you want to go out you No, know, to dinner or something like that and hold some type of monetary value um i like to change that right um my opinion i think a date the purpose of dating is to get to know someone To see, even if you actually really want to truly go on the date, right? So that's why I think the question of when is a date a date is important. Um, Because like Chris said, I think any date is a date, but what is the type? So if I just ask you out, hey, do you want to meet me at Starbucks and just have a, a conversation over coffee to see, A, if any one of us are really interested enough to actually go on a formal monetary date, is that considered a date? I don't think it oftentimes is by women.
0: I don't know. I think that gets into you know next topic of managing expectations and like what I guess you got to set that up from the jump. You know what I mean? Like somebody's expecting more of a situation than you are, then I guess that's how a lot of situations go south because somebody's just expecting company and somebody else is expecting a committal. And so I, I mean, I'm not in the dating game no more. I've been out for a while, so I mean, I guess that's up to the guys who. Or dating still, but like, well, how do you approach that a topic? You know, you you're juggling maybe multiple women at one time. Maybe she's juggling multiple guys at one time. And so, if you're about to move on to the next phase in your relationship, like, at what point do you say, "All right, this is more than just spending time together"?
3: Yeah, I mean, I I, I feel like it's, it's it shouldn't be that difficult either. Like, you should know to some degree. We should know how into somebody someone else is right so like if i'm if you're dating well if you're going out with some girl yeah, i've been talking for a while you know the the language that you use also should declare like what where it's going in terms of the date so if, if i'm like hey let me take you out and it's like all right i'm trying to take her out i'm trying to get to know her. I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna pay for this this date, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to be the one to choose where we're going to go to get something to eat. I'm the one that's going to, cause I have declared that I'm going to take you out to enjoy yourself. If it's like, Hey, we should just meet up and hang out. And it's like, Oh, okay. Well then that's cool. Let's just hang out. with two people kick me or whatever. But definitely the language really defines, you know, where that date will go and, and where you're trying to go with that particular person. In addition to, you know, you feeding off of this person's energy and seeing you know how they are into how they are into you if they're not
2: into you and stuff like that. So like, is the issue that we're not necessarily communicating as much as like trying to go off of these like understated subtleties and saying like okay you know the the date is a date when I ask her out and it's not a date if we mutually agree. Do do women know that as well? Yeah,
0: I mean
3: it is. I mean, we we talked about this before about this like this thing about the game like we could be that like systematic about it and say hey what is this date this date is this date number two will be this date number three will be that but then it just it removes the I, I guess what what it means to actually get involved with somebody like it re- it removes that um, I'm trying to find the best word to describe it. But the allure of, of dating, of of, of Yeah, and actual coordination.
2: Not just like, yo, I'm looking for a wife. You want Yeah, you wanted. know what I'm
3: saying? Like, we're going to a date. Is this a date of us going out together and you paying? Right. You're not paying? It's like, whoa. You talking to you like that. You're like, right, I'm cool. I'm chilling on this chick. I'm not. Because it's funny how we, we want definition, but we're afraid That's to true. do it because too much definition scares us away. Like it's, it's kind of crazy.
1: So, like I said, I, I, I like how um, Tron kind of, like, you know, transitioned in to talking about the managing expectations Drum, I think managing those expectations is important in any relationship, whether it be a friendship, whether it be dating, things like that. I also, speaking of a friendship, dating should start as a friendship, right? So, I think a lot of times when we talk about dating, things like that, we kind of jump the whole... Let's be friends thing, and like friends becomes like a byproduct of dating, um which is not always conducive necessarily to a long lasting relationship or whatever it may be, uh, so yeah like what what all those expectations, so you know you're asking someone out, is it are you asking me out you know oftentimes, no, I'm a single man, so oftentimes the question is like, what are you dating for um and I've plenty of times I've given like no, I'm just chilling, I'm just going with the flow type thing, and it's really just in, to get. The opportunity for the room to maneuver, right? Um, instead of setting hard set expectations, because what happens is if you don't have the proper communication, setting expectations becomes um, a fence that you can never get get across. Um, so I think the with effective communication, you can properly like transition from you know, step to step. But without that, that's oftentimes how things go awry. So how
0: do you how do you navigate the nuance? I'm not trying to be too robotic and being like, "Yo, so uh, like, what are we?" You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, we haven't checked this box, this box, so uh, we can't move to the next step. Like, how do you navigate that? How would you? How would you suggest? How would you? How would you presume somebody navigates that scenario where they're like moving along with somebody in a relationship? They're like, "Ah, is it time for me to start thinking about this as more as the date?" Do you start telling them, "Yo, like, I feel like this should be more," or I feel like this is where we're moving, or do you just kind of like Josh was saying? Just kind of move on and
1: expect somebody to say something. So personally speaking, um, what I think, and I think it's very simple. I think exactly what you're saying. Just have the outright conversation about it. Be be forthright about it. But what happens is I think you have to be, um, both parties have to be receptive to what the answer may be. I think a lot of times we go into asking questions. We go to asking questions with the expectation of a certain answer. And when we get the adverse, we tend to shut down or not totally receptive of what the person is telling me. So, for example, I typically don't like the whole saying, I like you stage things first. But if that comes around and that conversation of what we comes up, that person who's asking me ready for both answers, like, okay, I like you too, but this is kind of where I'm at in my life. I'm not necessarily looking for that. And then we both have the opportunity to make a choice. The choice is whether for her, does she want to continue with the long journey we're doing or does she want to leave? And for myself, it's like, okay, do I want to compromise on what my initial feelings are or do I want to accept the... You know, the the, the terms in which he set forth. Um so I like I said, I think that it's as easy as just asking the question and being open dialogue.
2: I mean, and the question is, are we chilling or are we dating? And I feel like I think it, it matters like what what your what your expectations are and what you perceive the other expectations persons or the other person's expectations to be. Um like if 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 you I think, like what Chris was talking about, with the whole language that you use, if you perceive the other person to just be hanging out with you and not necessarily pursuing anything, you know, it, is it even a question to ask? Because your perception is they ain't really trying to go that far or, or do anything uh, in the way of like a relationship. So, really, it comes down to what is the, the spot for in in terms of time and in terms of like the where you are in the relationship. Where's the sweet spot? to ask that question and say, are we just chilling or are we actually pursuing a relationship? Yeah. So, I mean, the, the content I had was basically like the whole swing for fences thing. Is there a sweet spot in time or in the place in the relationship where you make the decision? That it's okay to be like, yo, are we just chilling? And the thing is, I think the reason the all brought up this topic is because a lot of times if he says, we just chilling, He's getting a negative response of like, oh, okay. So why were we even dating, or why were we doing whatever we were doing? I think it depends on the person, and I think it. De- I mean, all
0: this stuff is like variable, right? Like none of this stuff is like set in stone. Where you can say, oh, if X, Y, Z, the next step. Like I feel like all of it is dependent on the, the time, the situation, and the person you're dealing with. If you're with somebody that's been in, you know, a lot of relationships and they're looking for something different, then their response might be different from somebody who's never been in a relationship and is looking for something else you know what I mean so it's all dependent on the person it's all dependent on the situation so you just got to read people yeah no I, I agree like it's
3: there's no true formula you know it of course i mean it's it's pretty naive to think that maybe after one or two dates it's like oh, what what do we what are we cuz i mean how much of that person do you really know after one or two dates you know what i'm saying but i think it also depends on like charon said like what exactly are your intentions even going into this at the beginning like do you want to woo this girl like instantly like like i real i like i think she's bad man like i gotta get this chick of course if that's the case then you're gonna hit with, with the you know with the deluxe package
0: and the the issue with that though is that when you do that no, I mean, yo, time out, time out. So what? what I got what, what is, is the weird. deluxe package, it is, bro? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm not sure like, I'm the not connotations what it could be. I
3: don't know
2: what it is, <laughs> but I like it. I
3: mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like y'all don't, y'all don't like have like. A different set of dates that you would send certain you people. You get the entry level. <laughs> <back>. yeah, <laughs> so,
1: this is for the loyal customers. Oh, it's like, I'm a one to ten,
0: you're about a four, so we're going to give you our basic package today. Yeah, give you the, the platinum package, the, the raisin canes with the cider <laughs> fries, and maybe the movies tonight. Yeah, maybe, maybe the
2: yeah. movies. <laughs> it's like you'll never get less, but you definitely won't get more. Yeah,
3: <laughs> it's it's like it's like some people you put. Like you ever been to um. What's that place? Uh, Orlando Studios or like Universal or something yeah, like right, that. Right, right. And, you know, they got like the, uh, the skip the line speed passes. Yeah. <laughs> and they got the regular line you can go huh. You know, if, if you, it, it, again, it also depends on what you're trying to do. Like if it's a chick that's like, man, like I I want her to know that I'm like this dope ass dude. I'm about to hit her with this, this speed ticket so she can ride the ride first. And then you got people that, you know, you can take your time with, you know, they go to the line, they get to the ride, you work your way up to those deluxe rides or deluxe packages, you know, y'all never, y'all never did nothing like that. Yeah, I did. So so I like, so I
1: like to kind of like piggyback off one of the things that kind of started this part of the conversation is about the timing, right? So I think a lot of times being as millennials, um, we kind of often sometimes either look at our parents or people that was in our parents' time and how they dated and now they're, you know, married, things like that. And we live in a drastically different time now. Um, to where it's all about this whole, you have no, like to think like a man, you should make a man wait for X amount of days before you give up the goods, or you should do, you know, X, Y, and Z before you ask him, Hey, what are we, you know, when you want a relationship? And I, I like to challenge that because who says like, why are we so constricted and constrained by time? Um, instead of just going with the flow and, and the natural vibes of you and another individual, um, Cause like the main thing is, I think a lot a lot of times that I've had my faults and errors is that you know, things get to go on. We go on this you know deluxe package date. You know, I take it to a nice restaurant dinner, whatever, and then we come back to chill. or Come back to chill at the crib. I end up smashing, you know. And then the next thing you know, they go into regret mode. They go into the oh, I don't you know, I don't want you to think I'm a hoe. Like I've never done these these things before. Um, and it's like. Why do you have to give me all these type of, you know, precursors um, when it, it doesn't matter? Like, this is what you want to do. We're two consenting adults. Why we, late in time, have such an effect on us?
3: Instant deluxe package, man. It always hits me. I don't, know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to say.
1: But you agree? I mean, like, Josh and Tron, I know y'all been at the game for a minute, but, like, You you guys, like, ever been in a situation where you felt that way? You know, you've been dating, and vibing, and then, you know, things lead to one thing to another, but then all of a sudden they get into the regret mode and want to shy away. So,
2: I don't know Charon's dating history like that, but, like, in mine, I, one of the first things that I look for is I would never even, like, date a girl or, quote, unquote, take her out if I didn't think she had the potential to at least be my girlfriend, if not my wife.
0: You'd think it too far down line for me, player. It was I mean it was for me. I wasn't I wasn't like that. So I think even with that being said, I mean everybody has a different scenario, you know, how they approach approach everything.
2: Sure, sure. I mean, like you got the you everybody got their set of criteria. And if you don't meet X amount of the criteria, you know it's not even gonna work from the jump. So I'm not even not to say I'm going in it with the with the expectation that we're gonna end up in a relationship, but we wouldn't even, even we wouldn't even go to, to raising canes. <laughs> if I didn't think she could at least if she was at least deserving of the basic backing.
1: See, now that's see, that's funny though. And I think that matches your personality, especially, you know, like you are always like that, right? In high school and things like that. You were like, but for me, like I just want your company. So like just like I don't wanna go eat raise kids by myself. You try to Trying to come through
0: like <laughs> hey one 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 time though. Shout out to Raising Canes the yeah, yeah. Yo, the, honey mustard.
1: <laughs> but no, but the you, honey mustard. But it's but no, but but it's but it's simple though, right? Because it's like a raising a raisin canes, anything on Papa Dose, anything is a simple restaurant like that. Like that doesn't necessarily mean I want you to be my girlfriend. It's just like I may appreciate your time. Um I even, you may 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 be annoying as hell sometimes, but hey. It's the bigger prizes that matter. <laughs> so, I mean,
0: I mean when, when, I was, when I was approaching the situations, I wasn't thinking that far down the line. Like, oh man, she—you know—is she gonna be wifey material? It's more like, like you were saying, somebody to keep your company. Some, you know, somebody to like chop it up with. I mean, I guess uh, it just all depends on the situation and the person that you you with. I mean, but I don't know, man. Everybody's different, and it's really hard to like we say, like, give a playbook o- about it, but. Yeah, I think I like the deluxe package thing. You know that not everybody deluxe deserves that steak dinner. You know what I mean? The massages, the sushi spot. You know, take her to the sushi spot if she's not A1. You know what I mean?
2: So, I mean, we, we talked about this and in the skeleton. We talked about that you're going to have to earn this thing. The whole like, is there a controversy behind making somebody work for the more expensive date or work for like better treatment?
0: In a sense, I don't think so because that's just how society is. I mean, some people, some people start with a leg up. I mean, they say like there's a bias for certain people, like that look better than other people. That you might be treated differently in the workplace if you have a certain, you know, saying socioeconomic standing, you might be treated differently. It's the same thing in the dating game. If you got certain things that make you a little bit more, you know, appealing than the next person, you might be able to. And that's the thing about
2: like having just like a general base set. Of, of rules and requirements of like we ain't even going on a date if you don't at least qualify for the basic package. <laughs> so so yeah. I agree.
1: So I agree with what exactly what y'all said because like the main thing about this thing is that like this happened so many like so many times before. Like I'll be somewhere, I'll meet a girl, ask her her name, X, Y, Z, without knowing anything about her, the first thing is like when you gonna take me out? Like, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like I just like, I just met you like, I mean we could possibly go there, but so that so that's my thing. Is like, I feel like you have to earn. So yeah, I'll take you out, but I'm taking you out to sit in the park and talk. You know, I'm taking you out to have a conversation at Starbucks. Like, I'm not just finna necessarily spend all this money because you want a free meal or a free movie. Like, I'm not that guy. I've never been a trick. So that's kind of like my thing. Is like, you have to earn. Like, depending on your amount of interest and how much we vibe, then yes, you can upgrade and packages, upgrade and treatment, all of that. Um, I think there are, like Sajai said, there are basic requirements you have to have. But I think there's also, like, there's basic chivalry that you get. Like, I won't, you know, disrespect you. I won't call you your name, things like that, of course. But it doesn't mean I have to go and just roll out the red carpet for you.
3: You, you know what's funny is that I, I think going into the park and picnicking and shit, I think that's actually a little bit more intimate than taking the girl out to dinner. Like, I'm quick to take somebody out to dinner because it's just easy. Like, oh, I'll go get dinner, I'll pay for it, get out of there. But like sitting in the park and like there's no other stimulation it's just y'all in the park and you made food or you bought coffee and you just looking at each other in the park and it's like that the, is the, the deluxe that's stuff going on. That's a lot. So
0: they show deluxe package, is what
3: you're saying. That's like a that's like
1: a <laughs> so. But so, but so that's so, the first class. <laughs> hold on, to, 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 I want to so flip that, right, Chris? So you so you you know why what happens is right, because when you go to dinner, like you, you have so many distractions, right? You're in one, you're in a restaurant with a, other um uh, you know other people. You're also like constantly being interrupted by the waitress way to ask, Hey, are you okay? Like you have minimal conversation because of using music plans. When you strip all of that away, you have the bare essentials, which is typically what's gonna happen when you're dating. It's gonna be you and her. Now you're forced to engage, talk. And honestly, for some people that may be uncomfortable, but that's the truest essence of whether you know that you're gonna work with that person or not. If you do that if you do that the first time, you ain't gotta waste no money.
3: But but you, you see how you see how those two kind of play off of each other where if you strip all that away, it's just you and her getting to know each other, which could give off the assumption that I'm really trying to really get to know you because I feel like I could be with you as opposed to being in this standard situation, which is us getting
1: dinner with all the distraction. See, I don't think so. All right. So, like, for example, I'm going pra- to give a I'm going to give a I'm going to give a pragmatic example, an interview. So an interview you go through, you go through the screening process. Right. So you go through all this kind of like noise and then they narrow it down to nearest candidates, right? So when you go into that, that, that interviewing process, is them stripping away the layers to ultimately decide whether or not they want to at least hire you for the job. It has no kind of indication of what your future is going to be. It's going to be the right now. So I think if you're, you're stripping all of that away, you're getting to see what that actual person is as a candidate and what they can do for you now. And then maybe you can deal with the future later. Like me dating you doesn't mean we're going to be in a relationship
3: yeah but but you stripping away you you
1: stripping away everything
3: gives off the pretense that you're looking for her to be something more you know what I'm saying like you just said like for an interview you go in that's why you don't have interviews at, at coffee shops and 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 at restaurants mm-hmm. cuz they are trying to make you a part of their group they're trying to hire you mm-hmm. so when you strip away everything just like you do with an interview you give up the pretense that I'm trying to make you more. I'm trying to really get to know who you are
2: because I see that there's a future for us. Right. But I mean, in in that situation, you're the one that's giving the, I guess the indication of what this is going to be because of the fact that you're stripping away all the extra stuff and saying like, yo, I'm really trying to get to know you. So we aren't just chilling. This really is an interview. You know what I'm saying? Like, whereas I, th- I think in Daryl's metaphor, honestly, the whole courtship uh, period of dating is really the interview. Um, and then I, I guess to an extent, the relationship with me, you got the job. The relationship,
1: job. yep. Um, you got the job, yep.
2: But I mean, if, you, if you're if you doing the whole, like, yo, we going to coffee, we are going to do some dinner or whatever, there still is a period where you have to determine, is this an interview or not, I think is the weird part of it.
1: Yeah, I, well, I, there's levels, right? Because you can get cut at the, at the, the phone. No, yeah, you can get cut. But <laughs> I, I'm, gonna,
3: I'm gonna I'm gonna use that same that same metaphor. Like, I would think going to dinner, in a, in a an atmosphere that could be distracting would be the phone interview. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then maybe after a couple of phone interviews, you get one or two interviews, maybe three. I mean, ideally, it probably be three or four or five. I don't know. Then we bring you to we're gonna bring you to the actual office that's a more intimate type of date. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe going to the picnic, maybe going to something that that's not as distracting, but gives us more one-on-one time. All right. I mean, then you probably have maybe one, a couple of those or whatever. And then, I mean, the job, as you said, would be her actually, are you all actually dating or, or
2: stating the fact that you are dating? So one of the things that brought up when we talked about, when we built out the skeleton for this particular podcast was, I guess, is it sexist to believe that feminism shouldn't stop when we're talking about going on these dates and the whole, you know, if if women can be independent and if we both can make the independent decision that we are either chilling or dating, why is it that Daryl's still picking up the check? You know, if this is an interview on both behalves, on both parties you know, whether or not they're cool with actually spending this much time with each other, why is it that one party is paying for the check? Because it's all about supply and demand, right? Like
0: everybody, some some knowledge of business. and So I guess in the sense of the dating realm, women are the sought after prize and guys are the suitors, are the people. I mean, traditionally, that's, that's how it's looked at. You know what I mean? Even though there's way more women, you know what I'm saying, Statistically speaking, there's more women than men in the world. Right. So in essence, we should be the ones sought after. sought after. But as you said, that's just not how the dating game works. Until, I guess, until you reach a certain and point. And then, the, and then the, the, the demographics may flip, whereas, you know, they're on the time clock and now they need to find a suitor. And so now things are changing.
1: So that's interesting, right? Because so I, I think for like the last two or three years, we've been in this space in which, um like this, this, this independent woman has really like emerged. Um, you look at shows like Insecure um, with Issa Rae and things like that. They're they're talking about you know I can you know, fend for myself financially. I can make my own food. I can do all these different things. I don't, I don't need a man for anything type thing, right? So I think that's interesting because yes, that's great to have in the woman empowerment and all of that. Um, but wait, Why does that stop with going on a You know, why can't you potentially because we're in this together, right? Why can't you potentially mm-hmm. you know – and this, is just me, no, this is just me being devil's advocate um, because there was this, so a long time ago I came across this app. It was called Go Dutch. And the premise of this app was that it was sort of set up like a Tinder or SoulSwipe, things like that. So you, you're attracted to someone, you swipe right, all these type of things. You match. Once you guys match, you decide on what the date activity is and you both separately pay. And so the premise of this is they're taking out the monetary value of it. So they, now though, I think the woman is faced with two decisions. One, do I really want to go on a date with this individual? Um, so instead of a free meal, a free date, like it, it forces them to say, like, do I really want to go out and, and spend an hour and a half of my, my day to actually go with this person? Um, and yeah. And so and I, think that's a, I think that's a good premise. But women do not like that. Like, why should I have to pay? And I'm like, you know, it's kind of it's almost like a prenup, right? If you take the money out of here, like, what are you here for? Are you here for me or are you just here for what I could do for you?
2: So, I mean, I think Charon's, I agree, but I think Charon's point of supply and demand might actually be the reason, though, because I think what it comes down to is check any girl's DMs, check any girl's match.com profile. They're getting bombarded with offers on a daily basis. And at the end of the day, they could go out any night and probably get a meal paid for or whatever. So essentially, if you're the one coming along saying, uh, you know i am really interested in you, but I'm really not talking about paying for this check. They're gonna say, "Look, I got twenty other dudes that'll pay for the check. What's good? Well, then you shouldn't be talking to her like if, if, right right, right. If, so, I mean that that basically says she's a woman looking for that, but I mean that might be a part of the reason that that's like ingrained in in society and in the culture i mean i I think it also goes back to the declaration of of the
3: of the date as well like. If you declare that I'm gonna take you out then under I, I would believe that okay that means that I'm gonna pay for something I'm telling you to get up and come out with me to something you know what I'm saying but if it's if it's sort of like a joint like hey let's get together then I mean as a man, I personally don't feel bad at all asking a woman to go half with me on something you know and if she gives me some type of backlash it's just kind of like well what I What's the issue? Like, why? Why is the stigma that, like you said, everything should be paid for? Why can't we go have? What's wrong with going have? You know.
1: So I like to challenge. I like to challenge that. So I have because, for example, I have a female friend. She's a very attractive. You know, attractive woman. All these different things. You um, so when we go out. You know, it could be looked perceived as just being her that we're on a date of some sort. But one of the things that I really liked about her the most. Um, you know, we're just friends, like I said. But one thing I liked about her the most is that. <clears throat> she had no problem with if I, you know, if two days in a row we hang out and I pay for the drinks, I pay for dinner, that next time she's coming like, no, I got it. Right? It's not, it's not the simple, it's not the fact that like, oh, it's, it's, it's really just based off like reciprocity. Like we're in this together. You shouldn't always have to come out of pocket when we're hanging out. Why can't that be the same for someone that you're interested in? Because ultimately relationship, marriage, all that is teamwork, right? So why is it at one point in time you know, I'm playing. I'm being Kobe, and then later in the relationship, you're trying to be Shaq.
0: So, what your question is is, or what you're trying to say is that paying for stuff shouldn't be obligatory. It should be coming from a place of,
2: you know, something that you want to do yes. rather than something that's mandated. Exactly. So, I mean, I had like when me and my wife first got together. Granted, we didn't really have much, uh, so it was different. But like when, for example, she she graduated a year before I did. I'm still in school. I ain't really got no bread. She making a cool amount of bread at her job. Even when we went out then, it was still this kind of half and half. It wasn't like she was just taking care of me because she had the bread. She still kind of felt like, and, and not to say I said half and half, but really it was like me most of the time. We'll call it 60-40. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? Like Even though she kind of had the reciprocity aspect that Daryl was talking about, there still was a piece of her that was like, you know, you're the man. You're going to be the provider. When we go out, you're going to be the one to pay. And I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. I didn't necessarily take it any type of way. We probably got into a couple arguments. But I mean, that that we still haven't gotten to the bottom of like why that exists. So is it does it I mean, is it something
0: deeper and something that we'll never accomplish, never get a chance to get to the bottom of right now? Because that's what it comes down to is that in the society at large and, you know, many societies across the world, the man is seen as the provider. And you can't pay for this. Thirty dollar meal, then how can you pay for it? something else that's more important to me in my life? I mean, that could be. I you know mean, so is it? Is it? it so so is it kind of like does this? Does this kind of act as a screening process for a woman going back to the supply side? Kind of like economics of, like you said, there's I got forty different offers right now. If you can't, somebody else is willing to. And even if Chris's point is, oh, just leave her. What if that's nine out of the ten women that you meet, and then the tenth woman that doesn't say that you're really not into? So, are you really willing to risk losing nine out of 10 women that you would really want to be with just because you got to go 70, 30 on the bill
1: or maybe even 100% on the bill? So, this is my thing though, right? So, I want to go back to the premise of what we are talking about is as far as teamwork, right? So, I think oftentimes we've all worked in teams where they've been in school projects, where they be at work, or wherever they think about things, right? So, there's like a phrase that what 80% of the work is done by what 20 or 30% of the people. Right, so it's so it's really not that. It's that you're you're coming to the table with something. So if, if I pick up dinner, so I actually heard this from a female friend of mine. Who I thought was a dopest idea. I was like, you trill for this, but pretty much she says that every time she goes out with her her boyfriend, significant or whatever, he pays, she spots the tip. You know what I'm saying? It's that you know, like, because what's a tip? It's, it's 10, 15, 20% of the bill. It's 20% if you're not like, black. Like, like depending, Yeah, but you know, I, I typically <laughs> if you won't you be kidding know... it's 20% but, you know, technically. Yeah, it's 20%, right? But that's the thing, right? So it's 20% of the bill. So I'm not asking you to pay for the bill. But she says that she's willing to spot the tip, and it's vice versa. Like that that would be dope for me. It still ain't the bill though. Yeah, <laughs> so it's it's not the But the thing that's is, a good point. so the thing is yeah. I don't want the I don't want you to because like you said, if you honestly, if you can't, if you as a man, you can't afford to take a girl out, you shouldn't be dating. It's point blank. So, so when
0: we talking about a team where we talking about Kobe with Smush Parker, or are we talking about, like, the Warriors where everybody is passing the rock? Because, I mean. So, but this is today, though. So I'm right? talking, so, yeah. talking about Kobe with Smush Parker. You got you to gotta carry the load.
1: So, but the thing is, is that. So I think it's, I think it's really, like, you can actually break it down to a Spurs or Warriors, right? It's everybody does their job. But not, it's only one, I think it's if only everybody, one of the teams in the league
0: out of 30 <laughs> at any given point.
1: You know what I mean, so those, so you shoot for our
0: expectations, and that's why they win at the championships. But we got a lot of, uh, you know what I'm saying, Charlotte Hornet teams out here, you know, teams that's just tanking.
2: I mean, but so Gerald said everybody does their part. Like, what, what is your defined role on this team? Why is it not 50 50 at all times?
3: And on top of that, I just want to add into what Josh said earlier about uh, he and his wife. Like, when it comes to paying for stuff, do you all agree or do you agree, Dale? that if I make more or it's, it's, you can, I'm assuming that I make more money, I'm bringing in more financially. Should that person be the one that provides more financially? Like should, should it be 60,
1: 40? So I think so I think personally it goes back to the managing expectations. But for me, like, you know, I'm engineered by, 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 by practice and discipline. So for me, that's easier for me. It's, numbers. it's numbers. No, if I'm if I'm making, you know, over six figures, and you're making significantly you no know, less or whatever it's like that. Okay, cool. So, so I since I make approximately, you're know, breaking it the to percentages. I think Josh does really well with it as well. With the finance goes, he said, okay, if I make eight percent of income, I pay eighty percent of the bill. I think that's something that can that can easily help, right? The thing is, I'm not carrying the full load.
2: I'm just doing. I my mean, job. but to that point, though, like I I don't know. I think we when you get down to numbers like that, you're going way deeper into like actually being in a relationship and planning together. But when it comes down to just like going on a date, it, it, realistically, we're either going on go touch 50, 50 or one person's plan. We're not going to do the 60, 40. Yeah. But
3: what I'm saying is this,
2: this kind of circles
3: back to, to what my main point was is, is it wrong to believe that a man should pay because you believe he's more financially stable than the woman, or should is it wrong to believe that the woman should pay because she's more financially stable than the man?
2: I mean, I I mean, in my experience, regardless of financial you know, setup and who makes more money, the girl's gonna believe that she should be paid for no matter what she makes. She could be making two hundred K and I make fifty and she's still gonna say, You better take me out. That's just the game, man. Yeah.
1: So, so like my, so my thing, I guess the whole, the whole reason I brought this premise up is that I think what oftentimes gets overlooked is that and I think someone touched on it earlier is that men are taking these girls out or women out because they're actually interested, right? Where sometimes that interest is oftentimes or not even met or matched, right? We're taking the risk with no ROI, right? And I think that's not respected. It takes a lot to go up, ask a woman out on a date, to go out, you know, foot the bill with no uncertainty with, with no certainty that you're going to give it any type of return on your investment. And I just want that to be appreciated more. And I, and I think it will be okay. It's not, like, at the end of the day, it doesn't come down to the money. Like I said, if you can't afford to date, you shouldn't date. Right. But I, like, I think it should, it, These should are really, it should really be that, hey. I am doing this because I want to, not because I. If you
3: broke, stay home.
1: Exactly. And I think <laughs> it's oftentimes, I think oftentimes dating is like, oh, you need to do this. It's like, I don't need to do shit. I want to do this.
2: Right. So, I mean, what this all comes down to is we talked about essentially there should be some type of level setting or requirements gathering at the beginning of us going into this where we say, why don't we talk about this over coffee? Why don't we just. You know, figure out what exactly it is that we want to do, and see if we can smoothly transition to either chilling or going into a full blown relationship.
1: So, like this, so the, like kind of more like the last time topics. You know, once you go through this whole dating process, right? It's really a game. It's, like, it's a it's a long drawn out game, but ultimately the end goal is that you know, hopefully you're ready and mature enough to be in a relationship. Um, so, with that being said, a lot of times relationships. This is where a lot of times like these things like fall apart. And it's because that I think one of the biggest things that you should continuously date. Uh, I think oftentimes people get in a relationship, they become stagnant. Um, you know, they, 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 no longer do the things that they, that it took to get the girl or, or to get the guy. Um, you know, like it's, it's kind of funny. Cause like one of my, you know, one of my LBs, he always says like, you know, when I, when I first started dating you, if you was fit and in this shape, I don't want you to get fat. <laughs> like but that's real though, right? Because it's like really? I got you because this is what I was attracted to and this is like, So when you change and you just like stop doing all the things because that's what happens, right? People get into these relationships, they put on they start putting on this relationship weight, things get out of hand, they say you know the relationship is crumbling. Uh so yeah, it's really about like how do you keep it fresh? Like how do you keep relationships fresh? I think Josh and Tron, like you guys have you know matriculated through this this <laughs> this rigorous game uh from relationships. And now, into marriages, like how would you guys what would you, well like what no advice could you give
2: I mean, so at this point, I mean me and Tehran are both married, right, so obviously, like you said, it's the do the things that made you like the person or or made the person like you, um, and kind of continue to stay in the relationship, continue to stay best friends um I mean, a lot of that really should go without saying I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't propose that anybody go and like marry or get in some long term relationship with somebody they do, don't consider to be their best friend or somebody they can be with long term. But I mean, it, it, like I said, it just goes down to like do the stuff that you did from the beginning. You know, if you if you if you're a nigga that do sweet shit, keep doing sweet shit. Like, don't get into a relationship and be like, nah, I, ain't, I don't do that no more, bro. Like, it's like, all right, well, she don't mess with you no more, bro.
1: So, <laughs> yeah. <I> mean, <laughs>
0: I mean, that's, exactly. that's real. I mean, I guess you just got to keep living life, man, and doing things and experiencing things. Like, you don't want to get laid up and the next thing you know, you never leave the crib and everybody else is having having fun, having life. I mean, social media is a mug, dude. Like, people people live vicariously through other people on social media. So, you don't want to be, you know what I'm saying, having somebody get jealous of the relationship you guys are in because they feel like they're missing missing out on things. That's one of the worst feelings in the world for anybody is to feel like they're missing out on stuff because of you. You know what I mean? So you don't yeah. want to be that partner in the relationship where you just, you're holding the other person back. So, I mean, the biggest thing is to make sure that they're actualizing the things that they want to realize in life and never hold somebody else back and have experiences that you can share as a couple. You know what I mean? I mean, that's kind of what... I've seen this far. I
2: mean, I think the other thing is though, like from the beginning and this goes deeper into just not just courtship, but also like before you even get married, like there, there is a period of the whole point of dating is I'm gathering data. I'm trying to figure out who you are. um, And if that person is somebody that I want to be with long-term. So all the stuff that it took to pass that test, uh, those should be the things that you focus on in your relationship. Uh, You know, like, if you're a Christian, that's that's gonna be a cornerstone of your relationship. Uh if you wanna have kids or if you wanna, you know, be adventurous or travel, that's gonna be a cornerstone of your relationship. So that type of stuff I would just say like keep doing and focus on that, uh and make it like a true cornerstone of of, of whatever it is you do with your significant other. So
1: what would so especially, you know, as you guys, you know, we we get older and we start having, you know, some of our dreams come true, you know. Marriage, you no know, families, you no know, babies, things like that. Uh, work aspirations start start coming to fruition. Um, what are some like some key takeaways in which you can kind of because you know oftentimes I don't think some people just get into relationships and they're like you know what I'm going to stop doing it. I think oftentimes people get comfortable and it sneaks up on them. So like, how can you be intentional, as in keeping it fresh? Is that a setting a schedule, day night, at least once a week? Um, especially Josh, you know you have kids and stuff like now. So now your priority is no longer okay necessarily um, me and my wife's necessary time it's, it's really your times all predicated on your two sons right. so how do you guys like maneuver and overcome situations of that
2: i mean for the most part like i like on some really real stuff like when you have a kid that essentially is your life um and not to say it's your life in the sense that like it takes everything from you or whatever but it's like i don't I don't really don't care about anything but my kids and my wife um You know, in the sense that, like, everything I I do, I I think about how it's going to impact them. I'm making sure that, you know, my kids are taken care of financially and emotionally and making sure that they have time with their parents and all that. But I also have to make sure that, you know, I have time with my wife or whatever. Uh, So I think, the you know, either whether whether it's going to be a weekly date night, that's one thing. Um, It's kind of hard to get away a lot of times, so it's not necessarily... It doesn't have to be weekly. It could be monthly. One of the things me and my wife would like to do is kind of travel and get away from the kids. We don't put the kids where we go because that wouldn't be a vacation. That would just be a job away from home. Um, so, I mean, I, whatever it is that I guess you and your partner uh, are into, just making sure that there's time to do that uh, and not necessarily like just getting comfortable and just coasting on life. Because regardless of how old you are, or how you know, deep you are into your relationship, that coasting on life thing is like an easy way to like end the relationship, or at least get sloppy. So
1: there's, so there's one thing I wanted, and we can kind of like go around the room. Uh, so Chris, like one of the things that like I think ultimately what we the purpose of this podcast is kind of like challenge and kind of like spark the conversation, challenge some of the status quo. Um, so keeping that that theme, what are some social norms that are kind of like at this point in time? Um, you know, played out, and like, how can we? What are some path forwards? How can we overcome some of these things? What do you What do you have? Um,
3: I mean, I think I think uh, we kind of touched on this a little bit, but I think some like the traditional dating ideas are a little played out, you know. No, I was talking about like dinner and things like that, but um, exploring other other avenues or alternatives to just like the traditional you know, drinks and dinner. You know, I, I think that's a really big thing. Um, and Josh also was talking about this, like whatever the prerequisites were of like, you getting this person, you know, you can utilize that to to create some other types of ways to, to stimulate that person during dates. You know what I'm saying? Like the more you learn about them, you know, utilize that to to get away from these like social norms of again going out, getting dinner and getting drinks. You know, I i have been i see that a lot, especially, you know, in New York, you know what I'm saying? That's like that's the typical thing that people do. But again the, the the dynamic of dating is a little bit different there too as well. But you know, if you're if you're looking for that person, if you're trying to learn more, gather more data for that person, definitely look for other ways to, you know, experience them outside of these 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 deprecated ways of uh of that, you know, dinner and a movie, dinner and drinks. So
0: that's one thing that that I think we can do away with. What you got, Woods? As a retired guy, retired being that no longer in the dating game, I mean, I, I, really, I really don't have much that I could see being changed because I'm not really seeing it on a daily basis or weekly, you know. Um, so I guess the biggest thing that I could say is just, you know, in our society, everything is being challenged from norms to accepted things. What is a traditional relationship? What is a traditional family? and those things are being questioned you know so now there's there's a there's a broader sense of what these things are is is traditional really traditional and anything outside of that, you know what's wrong with that being accepted? So I guess with that being said, having people accept different ways of viewing. I guess the monetary means to keep a relationship going could be challenged. Seeing as men are often sought as to be the ones who are paying and footing the bill for most things. So maybe that, that could be changed, you know, as we look to have more freedoms and people be more independent and seen as individuals, you know, of equal rank and equal status in our society.
1: What about you, Josh?
2: Uh, I'll piggyback off of Teron's. I think that... Uh One, setting expectations. I think that it should be addressed in a better way, um, potentially with this over-coffee thing. Uh, But two, it's just the whole traditional way of going about dating and going about relationships should definitely be challenged. Um, You don't necessarily have to have this kind of story-tell way of like, oh, we started dating and, you know, he was a perfect gentleman and, we, he proposed on this certain day or what, like, it really doesn't matter how you go about your relationship. I mean, at the end of the day, as long as you with the person that matters to you, that's all that really matters. I mean, I had like, I joke about it, but I had a mortgage with my wife before a mortgage and a kid before we got married. That makes us a non-traditional family, but we're a successful family. We got a successful relationship. You know, we're a successful household financially. Like, We're good, but we didn't have to go about it any type of way to make sure that it lined up. We went about it the way that worked for us, and that was good. So I I would just challenge that.
1: Yeah, so kind of wrap that up. Uh, I think the one thing if I had to change and challenge would be uh, the time aspect, right? I think it's oftentimes nobody's been, I guess in, in this millennial age, it's always, you know, I want to be married kids by the time I'm 25, or I want to do X, Y, and Z. And by the time we get to these ages, we kind of, like, start panicking and start, you know, pressing, like, the panic button because we haven't achieved all these different things. Like, who said? Like, m- there have been many child prodigies. There have been people who didn't hit their peak until they were in their 40s. I mean, you think, for example, you take a person like Jay-Z, you know, you got all these other people coming up. Jay-Z didn't release his first album until he was 26. Like, he could have easily given up on his dreams. So it's like, what is this aspect of time? And why does it hold so much power over us? So even when it comes to, you know, is it too soon or too early to tell a person I like them? If that's what you fucking feel about the person, have a conversation. All right, you know, is it too soon to become intimate with a person? If those are the emotions that both of you guys share, why not have a conversation or do what it is that makes you happy? Um, I think you know, life should be more predicated off of how you feel and how you're vibing more so than time. So that will be one of the things that I would challenge. So, but like I said, uh, yeah, that's all we got for y'all tonight, you know. Uh, appreciate y'all for listening in D-Well signing out Code word out here Stay bundled. Who
0: would've thought I'd be caught In this life Let's celebrate With a toast And get lost in tonight And make it all out Wait until the sun goes down We gon' make this place light
2: up Even when the sun goes down I'm